Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode 30, and we are brought to you by Snowman Golf Apparel. Go to uh, snowmangolf.com. I believe that's what the website is. Uh, put in the code Hannock10, H-A-N-E-K-1-0, to get uh, 10% off the apparel there. They got ball markers. They got uh, sweatshirts. They got, I think there's like a lollipop maker or something like that. I don't know how to make candy, but I guess you can do it at a golf thing. That's insane, and it's pr- probably really cool. So go check it out, Hannock10, H-A-N-E-K-1-0 for all your golf apparel. All right, great. Let's get this thing started. We got Kramer on this one, guys. guys welcome back to the episode um like i said later in the episode we have uh kurt kramer my social studies teacher from o'neill middle school uh coming on and doing an interview kind of uh segment from uh i don't know i put the times i think i'm gonna do 10 minutes here and then i think he comes on uh and finishes out the episode so uh we're thankful uh, i just want to say thank you to him again for uh coming on but until then uh, a little bit about me and what's been going on as you guys know um, if you're, or maybe you don't know, cause why we assuming you've, anyone's ever listened to this. Um, we've been doing, uh, the old keto diet, the old Nikki keto, uh, diet. I didn't know it was keto until, I don't know if I said this, but I didn't know it was keto until I, I told people like I'm doing basically like no carbs, like under 20 carbs a day. And they're like, Oh, so you're doing keto. And I'm like, I, yeah, sure. I, I, I guess that's what it's called. I, um. Do I, does it say doctor on my uh, chest? Like, I don't, I don't know. So we're doing, uh, we're doing keto and, uh, you know, the check, the engine light just came on. All right. We're gonna have to look under the hood because these abs are coming in. They're coming in and they're coming in fucking strong, dude. They are coming in strong. I'm taking no days off. It says on the workout plan to take like two days off, but we're blowing right past that. We are coming in strong. And again, I know we are a pro steroids podcast, but we are doing this all natural. And it's that's just, dude, that's how we roll. The check engine light has just come on and we're fucking ripping through. With that being said, what a long week it was. I got a new job, an onboarding. And yeah, did I fall asleep during one of the meetings and then got called out for it? Kinda, yeah, in a way. Like, was I dozing off a little bit because I had a real late night and a real early morning? Yeah. Yeah, was I conscious? No. Was I there? Kind of, in a way. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of dozing off in the, uh, after, like, two hours of just listening to the, um, talking, and uh, I got called out for that, and that was embarrassing. Um, but, you know, we moved past it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. What a great way to... Uh, start at this company. The, I, the, the people are so nice here. I think it's going to be exciting to uh, work with them. And uh, I don't know, man. Just It's been weird. It was like That's been a lot. It's been really overwhelming with that stuff. And my anxiety has been like firing up, dude. You know when they like, 
back in the day when they like would load a, a gun with like gunpowder, that's and then they fire it, dude. That was what anxiety is for me. Just this whole week has been loading it with gunpowder, powder, and um, basically they just fired a bullet right out of it. I forgot what day the bullet came out, but it was like terrible. Um, but no, it's been a lot with this new job, and obviously with the um, the sad news about Norm Macdonald passing away. Um, very sad. One uh, one of the best comedians to ever do it. He actually, you know, he he was the first joke I kind of ever told over and over and over again. Um, I wasn't doing stand up, but I watched his um, moth clip in college or maybe high school, but I think college. And I would go up to people like all my friends, everyone I I knew, I probably told the story to. And, the, and I would tell the joke about the moth and um, seeing the podiatrist. And uh, the story would go on for about five minutes and then just have the simplest punchline. And it's I, if you guys have any time, um, please go to YouTube and watch some of his stuff. It's, uh, it's really awesome. The, the moth joke is a great one. His dad, um, there's another one on The Tonight Show where he talks about his dad um, and Bill Cosby. And that's and like so I guess his dad um, and him bonded over watching Bill Cosby as he grew up, right? And uh, it's just like what got Norman to stand up, and he met Bill later in his career, and he told Bill, and this is before all the you know the crimes and stuff, and he met Bill, and he goes, "Hey, you know I'm a big big fan. You're my favorite comedian. You're kind of the reason I'm in stand up. My dad loved you, and." We used to, he used to make me sit down and watch you. And it was, uh, it really motivated me. You're the reason I'm in stand up. And Bill said, that's super sweet. Like all this stuff, like, thank you so much. In fact, in two weeks, uh, I'm playing, I think Norm told him he's, he's from Ottawa. He goes, in two weeks, I'm playing Ottawa. Why don't you bring your dad to the show? And, um, and Norm's like, yeah, 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 okay, okay. And he writes down his number, and he gives it to Bill. And um, Bill, <laughs> Bill uh, takes it, leaves. And he comes back sweating, and he talks to a guy, and they go, what's wrong, Norm? Why are you sweating? And he goes, well, I just gave Bill Cosby my dad's number so he could go see him in person in Ottawa. The only problem is my dad's been dead for five years. Like, how do you get out of that? And then I guess apparently, like, Bill called him, like, two weeks later, like, the number's not working. And, like, I think he just kept the, um, I forgot what he said, but he used some, go watch the video. Um, he used some excuse that they, I think, keep it going. But, yeah, no, may, or maybe he ended it. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. But um, I would definitely recommend watching that. Um, I mean, but that's the thing with Norm. Like, it, uh, the Weekend Update is so good. Or when he did uh, the guy with the big cowboy hat on uh, Jeopardy. Uh, Celebrity Jeopardy or whatever it was on SNL. He was so great, man. He was one of the best comedians to ever do it. Uh, The Norm MacDonald show was so funny. And then, uh, what is the other thing I'm trying to say? Oh, I I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast the other day, and he was talking about Norm and stuff, and he brought up that Norm is one of those guys, and there's a few guys like that in my opinion. You know, I think Rodney Dangerfield is another one that when you listen to 
when you go on and you look up Norm on YouTube, that can turn into two hours, one of those YouTube black holes, very quickly. Very quickly can turn into that. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of another comedian that it's like that. I honestly, Bill Burr, for me, I'd watch all, a lot of his clips from his podcasts over the years. Um, Mark Norman was another one. I think it's these like short, I mean, Bill's not this, but the, Mark and Rodney and Norm, they're all like joke tellers. And I think it's really easy to just kind of get into that for two hours. But um, yeah, I mean, next thing you know, you're like, where did the time go? Happens all the time. You know, it's like, I, what else? I mean, you could also get lost. In, I get lost all the time on YouTube, so maybe it's just me. Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm just like watching YouTube too long. I mean, I'm up at like two a.m. sometimes watching it, like uh, some serial killer documentaries are like creepy. Not saying I'm watching that at two a.m., but like I, I have seen like a lot of. I do watch those. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not a serial killer, guys. Like, just leave it alone. It's not creepy what I'm doing, but it is what it is at the same time. And, and you know, and now it's all over. And that's how you get bailed out. You just bring in Ray Liotta, right? If I ever need to get bailed out in life, I bring in Henry Hill. That's another one. That's another one. I'll, I, Henry Hill's life, mob, any mob stuff, I will get lost in on YouTube. Oh my god! I mean, I talked to you guys last week about the serial killer like documentaries on Netflix or Peacock, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I love to just like, just watch, I guess watch YouTube. I don't know. Is that weird? Am I, is it weird that I'm also thinking about paying for YouTube, like premium or whatever it is, where you get the fucking ads removed and, uh, you can like swipe up and then you can do it, go on your phone while it plays. That is weird. No one pays for that. You're kind of a psychopath if you pay for that, actually. That's probably the FTG of the week. The first to go people who pay for YouTube. Yeah. Nah, I'm not paying for YouTube, dude. That shit's free, and that's how it's going to be. Oh, shit, we're at 10 minutes. All right, guys, I got a, a dip here. Um, the Kramer interview. Kramer, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. I really do hope you enjoy it. We talked about everything. Um, and, yeah, go check it out. All right, guys, subscribe. Thanks so much. Peace. boys and girls children of age ages 18 and older we have a special guest here today an old friend an old colleague dare i say uh my seventh grade social studies teacher homeroom teacher people have been asking to get him on here kurt kramer kurt how are you kramer mr kramer whatever you want me to call you principal kramer <laughs> you can call you can just call me you can call me kramer that's fine uh thanks for having me on nick with me on here absolutely he's sipping on uh what'd you say the beer was again uh lagunitas little something there you go, and I'm sipping on a little, of course, your Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace, you still have not reached out about a sponsorship yet. We need the money. Send it soon, please. And Screwball Whiskey. We've stopped drinking you until you reply to my DM. But besides that, um, all right. So I, people, the reason I'm having you on, besides catching up, which is great, um, I think uh, we have the big rumor. If you, you said we wanted to get in front of it and knock it down dead right now. Obviously, the rumors of you and another teacher, we don't have to name the teacher, having fun, yeah. skipping around the loop, 
yeah, yeah. Uh, playing pool after work. I don't know what that <laughs> even means. Um, well, it's funny to me that not you true at all. Summer. No, definitely not. And the weird thing is, you know, we were we were really close, and we got really close this year. That year that that this rumor kind of sprouted up, which sure. I think you guys were in eighth grade, or maybe it was the year after you guys left, or something like that. Okay. She was, she was having some trouble um, with her spouse. I was not, um, but she would. You know, I, I think people equated the fact that she was having trouble and the fact that we got really close. And I, I know that there was two teachers there that just love a rumor mill. Yeah, and yeah. They just want to spread like wildfire. Um, to the point where even uh, the, the, the principal talked to me. He was like, hey, just want to let you know, this is what I heard out there. I'm like, wow. all right, well, thanks for letting me know, man. Wow, yeah. Oh my God. And you've been married, or at least with your wife, like your whole teaching career, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've never dated another teacher ever? Correct, why? What were the other rumors? No, not, not, I guess, the, I, no, not other rumors. Just seeing how, let me ask this. How often have you seen, have you seen that at O'Neill? Two teachers dating? Um, no, because there wasn't a whole lot of male teachers. When there we really were, wasn't, yeah. Yeah, and, and there was, wasn't a whole lot, and there definitely wasn't any single male teachers there. Or um, young. I mean, Mr. Williams was really old, at least when I was there, he was so old, and Reynolds was yeah, very he old. Was, he, he's, he's older, and I had his wife when, when, uh, she taught at Hillcrest. Um, who Reynolds or who's Williams? Mr. Williams. They're Mrs. Williams worked yeah. at Hillcrest, and then yeah, taught at O'Neill. So and then Reynolds's wife also used to substitute, right? So yeah, she was a sub at O'Neill. Yeah. You know, I'm a substitute teacher. No, you're not. Yeah, dude, I am. Where? Uh, Missouri. Did you ever do that? Uh, the week of uh, the pandemic getting uh, like started I, is when I got my license. I, I can send you the license. I have a legit license to teach in the state of Missouri. Wow. I was, I was going to, cause I took so little hours my senior year. Um, I went to Mizzou um, that I just was like, dude, I'll just like teach. Like, first of all, I do things for the job title. Like I, I did a lifeguard class. Now I guess Baywatch inspired me, of course, the body, but also, <laughs> also, um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to walk around telling people I was a garter of lives, which I was. And that's very true. I knew CPR. Again, no teacher. I don't think most teachers know CPR. I did. Well, we go through I, training every year. Well, I, yeah, but you, can you do it with water being involved? No, I, I could not. I already told you that. I can't swim. Yeah. And I, I guess freak of freak athlete, freak, freak of nature, if you will. But it's fine what it is. But um, <laughs> I, I did. I did it. And, uh, and then I became a teacher. And uh, I didn't teach one class. We, uh, it's, I spent like $150 to get the license, didn't get the money back. Still could go teach. They send me emails right now. Wow. I might do it for the, I might do it one day for the experience. Do you know how bad that would be for those kids? Um, if yeah, I just showed up. Teaching, sometimes you just need a warm body for some things. Like, here, press play on this and then make sure nobody kills each other. But well, what, what do you think I could teach? Well, if you were to be like, you have an outgoing personality, what would be, don't say theater and don't be like, oh, you're a theater kid. Don't be like that. He's not a theater kid. He's an actor. No, I, I'd see you more as a PE guy. No, dude, don't say, you don't need a license for PE, do you? Yes, you do. Dude, I don't know. I feel like you could just get one very easily though. Like way better, way faster than history. Maybe how to work. What about science? You think I could teach science? Uh, I don't know. I can ask Doc Van, Doc Van Dyke. People were asking what I was like in school is like one of the number one things. And I thought it would be nice to go over. And, you know, I three words to describe me as a student. I already have three in my mind, but I would love to hear your three. Oh, man. That, 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 that you threw a curveball right off the gate with that one. It's like a job interview now. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, were, you were a really bright kid. You're bright. I would say that. Um, Perfect. You. Um, Perfect, you, you right? Were, you, you were kind of, no, no, not perfect. Oh. You, you were kind of relentless with some things, like, yeah. but that wasn't just you, it was that whole group of boys. Like, you know, it, the, the one thing I always just say is like, you guys would pick up on one thing about somebody and you would just drive that home. Like somebody would drop a pencil, you would call him Pencil Droppy Joe for 10 years. Like, it was the weirdest thing. I've never seen anything like it. Have you seen anything since it? No, we- God, no, you guys were a one of a kind group. You drove oh. me nuts, but for, whatever reason i've got like 12 kids from from your grade from your class that i still keep in touch with um, jesus Christ, 12 yeah probably about that many that on a semi-regular basis so is, is that like a record oh yeah oh yeah usually it's one or two kids per class i'll talk to but yeah for the, for that group and it was, it was my most difficult group i've, I've i think i've had and, and when I say <laughs> difficult it's difficult for downers growth standards you guys were all really good kids you guys just didn't know when to shut up and Whoa. We had you, opinions. You didn't know when you didn't know when to not take something as a joke. And <laughs> there were so many of you, and they lumped you all, and they did this to me every year because I was one of very few male teachers at O'Neill. Yeah. They would put all the males in my class that they I, I feel like they felt needed a, a male homeroom teacher. And I mean, you remember our homeroom? It was like it was the delinquent homeroom. I had that every year. It was like fifteen boys and like four girls every year, I'm, like that. So we, I mean, we bullied you. Kind of a little bit. <laughs> well, I never felt bullied. I just, I just felt annoyed and irritated. Well, when did you feel like you lost power? I felt like it was the second week. We kind of came in. We were on the captain now situation. Oh, I, I never thought I, I never lost control of my class. Oh. Were, you, were you in my third period class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you were, you were in that territory. All right, so there was four kids in that class, and I only had four corners of the room, and I can only separate you guys so much. Um, you know, if if one of you were gone, it was a pretty good day. Um, but you guys were never, <laughs> never freaking absent. The four of you guys had like perfect attendance throughout seventh grade. Okay, so perfect attendance. That's another thing I had. Yeah, there, there you go. You, you were very healthy. You were never freaking sick. I could never get a day off from you or any of the other bozos. That's actually the year I had surgery. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Hey, oh, you had you had the septum surgery that year. Yeah, because right? yeah, okay. I had a deviated septum. But I don't tell people that because that's how I get out of doing uh, coke. If anyone ever <laughs> wants to do coke, I just have a deviated septum. Yeah, I, don't know I remember you being gone. That was a good week. Um, <laughs> that's that's fair. All right, cool. So we have perfect attendance, um, excellence in the classroom, and healthy. All right, sure. fine. Yeah, yeah, um, you can put that in there. But you were you guys were relentless. Sure. Now you talk about being relentless. You guys, this is just a question. I think people are wondering, you guys used to run in you. Uh, I don't know his name. What was, what's your uh, brother-in-law's name? Was he a teacher? My brother-in-law? Was your cousin maybe? I don't oh, know. Who, who's the really sub? Cousin. That was, that we used to make that up. You made it. So now he lies to kids, but keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, it's, we'll just turn it toward Tortellini. Yeah. Tortellini. Okay. And then what was the other one? PK? Mr. Rhodes. No, not, no, not Mr. Rhodes. He had like a gun. He one oh, time Mr. said, Pulaski. what's it? Mr. Pulaski. Pro. Okay. Yeah. Be more Polish. And uh, yeah, uh, you guys used to run around into each other's classrooms and just yell uh, TK at each yes. other. Now, Good. is that because you didn't get into a frat in college or <laughs> what, what inspired that? Because you so, never would tell us. We used to do this thing called ninth period. And 
Mr. Reynolds started it years and years before I even worked at O'Neill. And ninth period was we all go to the bar for a drink after school. That's and, I love that. Yeah, it was great. And Mr. Reynolds was spearheading it, as I'm sure you could probably imagine. I don't think you had him as a teacher, but I think you knew who he was, right? I had him for seven eight. I had him for seven eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great guy, great teacher. Um, I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think he really lacked the the male interaction outside of his own job. So he would always try to rile us up and, and take us to to tilt of kilt, and that's where we, where we got up with TK, and we do TK with. The that's. Great. Okay. And this is Mr. Reynolds running this. Correct. Yeah. Like Monty, right? Wasn't that his yes. first name? Yes. Correct. That's such a name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a name. And, and that's, he was the one that, that kind of, uh, he was the ringleader. And didn't he, do you remember when he threw a chair at Bobby? I don't remember, but I'm not surprised. And has he done worse, you think? Um, I that's pretty I bad. <laughs> he threw a chair. <laughs> He did a lot of things for shock value, and I was never in the classroom when these th- I would uh, kids would come in going, Mr. R- Mr. Reynolds blew up a microwave, and I'm like, what? And I'd walk in there, and I and, and there would be like smoke coming out. He's like, I love hot. <laughs> so I don't know where the rumors would 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 you know where they would start and where yeah, yeah. um you know the, the actual story ended. So we're also in seventh grade. Keep that in mind. So yeah, we, we blew probably everything up more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did he win the lottery ever? That's another rumor about him. Yeah, <laughs> no, he never won the lottery. Um, he, I, I don't know how that started, but, um, no, he didn't, he was not super rich. He had a teacher salary and so did his wife. So. Gotcha. That's enough. So that's the, one of the next questions I was going to ask you, who's underpaid more teachers or lifeguards? Keep in mind, I was a lifeguard for at least a summer. <laughs> you know, I, I, I gotta be honest and, and my colleagues will probably get, get on me. I don't think teachers are that underpaid in the Chicago suburbs. I think they're very well compensated. Um, coming out of college, you're going to get a $45,000 job with full health benefits and you get three months off. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that's underpaid. Um, and, you know, in some places you certainly are. I know teachers that make like 20 grand in Arizona, um, sure. you know, they're certainly underpaid. So it really depends. So, um, lifeguard, lifeguard. I'll, I'll say lifeguard for this. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, being a lifeguard, top three, most important jobs you could probably ever do, um, doctor, scientist lifeguard and that's just in any order right that's any order so um i did that i will for people i think i've talked about on here but i watched baywatch and i felt inspired that i had to make a change in the world and um i started training then at the ymca pool diving for bricks just touching the bottom opening my eyes underwater couldn't do that initially and i was like you know 20 but that's not what we're talking about and then i ended up being training myself my body to be in perfect form and ended up being i mean no one no one died on my watch. That's all I'll say. I saved thousands of lives that summer. Not one person passed away. That's that's impressive. I can't even swim. So that's and that's sad because you're 60. But that's uh, <laughs> it is it is. so I'm I'm six six. So I'm really good stander. I'm the world's greatest stander. I can stand in most pools. Nice, uh, bra- nice brag about being tall. Nice brag about being tall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking about bragging, you would always bring up that you now you used to bring up that you were the Herrick Middle School rebounds leader, right? In one game. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I was not the rebounds leader. I said, I got, I, I said, know. I got you. So this is all made up. No. Uh, the number I said was probably made up. I, I gave you guys an exorbitant, like a, just like an exaggerated number. Um, but I did have a record for most rebounds in a game one. And I think I told you guys I had 30 or something like that. Yeah. And, and cause you guys were, you guys were doing your old, you were good at basketball. You stink, blah, blah, blah. I, am. I well, got three rebounds in a game. And then, 
thinking that would shut you guys up but it made you guys bark louder so <laughs> did it ever in high school did you just like kind of continue using that to try to get laid like hey do you see that guy remember 22 years ago got a yeah got a... no never never used that and <laughs> it <didn't> work. <laughs> i girlfriend all through high school so there you go is that your wife no no where'd you where'd you and your wife meet we met at a bar oh classy yeah, sure. <laughs> that's great. Now, um, we used to play, speaking of knees going, um, how is your knee doing? Because about 11 years ago, I gave you one of the most, you shaking his head already, one of the most <laughs> devastating injuries anyone's ever seen. What? I don't remember. Uh, he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember having ACL surgery. But uh, we, we were playing intramural basketball. Oh, that's another thing. Do you like beating up on seventh graders in intramurals? What's that like for you? Well, first of all, I, I never beat up on anybody. They were all faster than me. Um, so I had to use the only thing I could do. I had to lay them straight. Yeah, I had to lay them size. Otherwise, I was, I was going to get skunked out there. So. Oh, my um, God. That's great. Yeah, no, we, I think – so this is what happened. I'll, I'll give the truth of the story, finally. Right, here we go. We, you got, what, what happened was, there was we were playing intramurals in the small gym, basketball. You were yeah. on defense. I was on offense. I think I had the ball, and you are you know, taunting and whatever. And I think I went to cross over and I think my knee, I actually hit the ball off my knee, right? And it goes out of bounds. And you go to move forward and on that move, you like, um, you like, tw I mean, twisted your knee or something like that. And then I just, you know, ran, grabbed the ball, kept playing. If you weren't in that right angle, it might've looked like I crossed you over, right? <laughs> and you fell and everyone was like, oh, the knee. Now being seventh, being a guy who got cut from the seventh grade basketball team, which we didn't need to bring up, but cut from the seventh grade basketball team haircut that looked like Jim Halpert. I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's ride this out. Let's see. Let's see how far we could take it until someone brings up the truth of what happened. And it never got brought up until this day. So um, I didn't cross you over. I'll admit to that now. I don't even remember that, but it That's sounds like a, a plausible story. Yeah, no, that I remember that. And then I remember uh, you were a huge chirper of uh, flag football. Oh yeah, that was that, fun. You would let that loose, yeah. I mean, but then again, like again with our class, I mean, we would give it right back. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever have you ever chirped someone and you thought you could do it, and then they were just like they just weren't ready for it, and they got emotionally hurt by it? Oh, jeez. Because I gotta feel like as an adult. Are you asking have I ever said something to a student or or player that I coached? Sure. And they were really upset by what I said. I feel like coaching might be a different atmosphere, but. Yeah, like, well, the answer to that is yes, and, and and I can remember one specific. My first year coaching, I was coaching girls basketball. I'd never coached girls before, yeah. and I had a girl on my team who had had this boyfriend like whole whole year in seventh grade, and she was one of my better players, and, and she's kind of lagging through practice one day, and I said to her what my coach in high school would have said something to me, and I was like, come on, let's go pick up the pace. Would you break up with your boyfriend or something? Yeah. And lo and behold, that was what happened. And she <laughs> Yeah, she took the ball, slammed it down, and ran out of the gym crying. And those girls today, when I see them, I'll see them around town sometimes. They still bring it up every time I see them. It's been that was that was 2007. Oh um, wow, jeez. So yeah, they did, still bring that one up. Did you? Uh, yeah, I mean the, the the feeling of that is immediate regret. Immediate. <laughs> there's nothing you can do to get out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we've all been there though. That's a that's a terrible situation. Jeez, but um. Yeah, luckily that was not the case with our glass because we just brought it right back to you guys. Um, we ended up, uh, I actually ended up to go set a record at Mizzou for uh, most passes attempted uh, men's uh, 5 p.m. open 
Monday nights <laughs> in the zoo in Romero League. So that's kind of, uh, that's, you know, I don't want to brag, but that's a D1 record. That's, that's pretty nice. That's impressive, Nick. It is what it is. That's where I'm at. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm just, I have, what I put on the list here is just a bunch of memories I had from it. Um, Run them out. I'm trying to think of them, man. Um, I have a, dude, you still do the gorilla suit thing? You do that in elementary I, school now? No, I, I, I did that up until, because um, my new school, they don't have school on Halloween. They do an institute day. Okay. So did kids, we do it on Halloween? Was it on the Halloween? Yeah, okay. so the kids are off, and and because it's a wasted day of instruction. But yeah. I always thought that that was comedy gold. Probably, probably not so much for the younger younger kids. But I, I had a banana suit. I would yeah. get one kid to, to put it on, and then I put my gorilla suit on. First of all, gorilla suits already funny. And yeah. I would <laughs> period. I would go and find the kid, and I'd work chase him around the school. I did that. For, <laughs> I did that for almost ten years. Dervala never said a word. Never said a word. To ten me. years. That, oh yeah, almost ten years. I did it every Halloween. And oh, we would run up and down the hallway. We'd go in and out of classrooms, in the gym, in the office, in the lunchroom, and everywhere. It was funny. Yeah. Every time I do, everybody laughed every year. And uh, I just can't believe Dabala never came up. Dabala was the principal back then. Uh, is, is he still? He still is the principal. So he's my daughter's principal. Super nice guy. Like him a lot. Did some really things. Did a lot of things really well. Um, but you know, sometimes uh, I would wish he would have been in my classroom a little bit more. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And then Janicek, is he still there? That's no, nice. no, he, he's been gone a long time, man. Gotcha. Jones is gone, dude. They're all gone. We're so old now. Yeah, it's it's a it's like a whole new staff. Like when my daughter was going through there today, I'm like, I only know like a few of these teachers. It's weird. Who's still there? Well, um, geez. Well, Miss Feroli's still there. Wow. Okay. So she'll she's probably gonna be a lifer. Um, <laughs> let's see, Mr. Moore, Mr. Moore, my daughter had Mr. Moore this year. Coach Moore, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so um, that was one. I was texting him um, throughout the school year to make sure he, he didn't go easy on my daughter. He went to college with someone, and I can't remember who it is, that we know. Um, oh, my God, I'll have to think about it. I'll put it at the end of the podcast. But, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Dude, doesn't he have, like, eight kids? He's got five, and he's a great Five kids. One. Wow. Oh, yeah, Jesus. One, yeah. Festival, is he there? Festival's retired. retired. Oh, damn. Festival was my – and my dad went to college together. Yeah, yeah, I like Jim. He, there's very few people that know more about basketball than Jim Festel. Yeah, he was good, too. He's a, even more than basketball, golf. Yeah, he's a, he's a golf guy. Yeah. Holy fucking shit, that guy could swing. Dude, he uh, gave me uh, lessons for a little bit, and uh, he, he let me hear about how not great my swing was. Like, he was, <laughs> he, he, he was never shy to, like, let you get ripped into it. I remember that. Right. Um, Jones is gone. Uh, oh, my God, I can't. Castellic's gone. No, um, she's there. I thought she left. She, I think she left recently. Uh, okay, if she if she left, I, I wasn't aware. I, I was at um, I went to uh, Pierce Tavern uh, in Downers with my family, and it happened to be like the last day of school. Yeah, and we went there to have dinner, and there was like four or five teachers that were up there. All Jeez. And Miss Hamilton and Miss Costellic were up there. And, yeah. Um, so I just figured she was still teaching at O'Neill, but maybe she just came came to say hi to everybody. That must have been it. Yeah. Um, are you, you, is it weird running into students outside of the classroom and like, at first it was weird. Um, but not so much anymore. I I ran into one, one student who was a a female student in your grade when I went to go get my vasectomy. That was pretty odd. (laughs) (laughs) What dude? Yeah. At the place? At the place. I walk in and I'm like waiting in line to like, you know, get snipped and, and, She's the, she's there with like, she was there with like her whole family like 
it was uh, her, her little sister, her mom, dad, and she saw me. And she was like embarrassed for me. She was super oh nice. She goes, God. "Oh, hey, Mr. Kramer." I'm like, "Oh, hey." What? Where? Um. So you're getting your. What was she there for then? I have no idea. I didn't ask. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Not <laughs> that conversation quick enough. You know, like, can I go, go anywhere else? But you know, <laughs> dude, I guess it's better than her being like, because you're you're probably you said what was your first year teaching? Um, I, I student taught at O'Neill in 05. Okay, so I mean, your first, so say, and then you get hired in 06? I, I went, yeah, I went and worked at a high school for a year, and then I came back to O'Neill in 07. Okay, so say 07, that's been what, 14 years now? So yeah. 14 years plus out of um, middle school, do there, there could people could be nurses for sure. Like, yeah, that yeah. could be, yeah, that could be awkward. That's what if she was a nurse, that would be so much worse than just being there as a family. You're right, that would have been worse. So, like, <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm trying to find the positives for you. That's that's not a good situation, let alone um, what it is. But, like, that's, yeah, wow, that's brutal. Jesus, that's got to be the worst run-in you've ever had. Um, yeah, that one was bad. I, my first year teaching, you know, you're just exhausted at the end of it. My wife and I go to go on our honeymoon, and, and we were going to St. Lucia, and we're at an airport in Puerto Rico, and I hear the Kramer, and I'm like, can I not get away from anybody here? Like, that one was really annoying. That's that's what happens with me with like you know the paparazzi or whatever you call it so annoying dude. <laughs> yeah. i leave and just like ah, one picture i'm like no no i gotta get to like work or whatever um but yeah no it's uh <laughs> just rolls his eyes um what's it called i was it most what would you say is the most embarrassing moment in the classroom you've had oh that's easy um i, I so this is this is really bad but i'm just you know it was just a misspeak by sure. Um, I had a student who was, you know, kind of perverted anyways, but always find out a way to make anything like a disgusting joke. I'm actually, I was actually always worried about him in that regard. Um, you're setting this up to be me. I swear to God. It's not you. I, swear, <laughs> not you. Not you. I think it was the year after you, but he was okay. asking what my, what my tie clip does. Someone's like, what, 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 why do you wear that tie clip? And I kind of showed them, like, as I, like, leaned over the desk, like, pick up papers, and I go, so when I bend over, it doesn't come on my face. Like, so the tie doesn't, like, you know, yeah. And, and he just starts laughing. He's like, oh, my God, that's great. Say that again. He kept repeating it, and I was so embarrassed the whole time. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, that's probably the, the worst thing I ever Did you know immediately when he said it? Or oh. did you? Yeah. Oh. Says that your mouth. Yeah, that's great. Oh, my God. Wow, you have to tell me off camera who that student was. That, and you're gonna have to tell me who, who you ran into because that's too crazy. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll um, know the girl I ran into. Yeah, what's kept you in this town for so long? Like, what made you not want to go to like uh, New York or just get out of like get out of Chicago, get out down this road? God, I, I wish I would have really, you know, just to have a, a different view on things. I like Downers Grove. I'm a townie, obviously. I run in, yeah. I've got like five kindergartners at my building now where I went to school with their parents. Dude, that's crazy. Oh, um, yeah, my God. Are, and, and whatever, it's fine. Um, but, uh, and they're all very nice. Uh, all the parents are very nice, which is great. But, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of stayed here and, and haven't left. But as soon as I retire, I think I'm out of here. There you, where, you, where would you like to retire? Uh, probably Arizona. There you go. Dude, go Suns, man. I'm hoping, yeah. they, uh, hoping they win it. We have a house out there in Phoenix. So, oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, hoping they can bring home because they have no chance in any other sport. right? I mean, I guess the Cardinals are on the up and up, but, like, you know, it's not great. The Bears are going to be, again, another losing team. No one's going to be shocked with that. <laughs> Here we go with this again. I mean, it's, so this is true, actually. The year I had Kramer as my teacher, I had uh, – we won the Super Bowl. 
So that's why I brought you on. What, what do you mean we? Were you on that team? I don't remember that. Yeah, dude, we're a publicly owned team. Oh my god, kind of, but not really. What do you mean? That doesn't make. What do you mean, kind of? You have a board of directors. You can't sell your shares. No, that's the best part. You're locked in for life, baby. No, you're you're not locked in for anything. You can't make real big decisions. They're selling pieces of oh, paper. I dude, I can just talk about the podcast. I'll be like, all right, Blake Bortles. I I spoke Blake Bortles into being like a backer. This. You know, this is what drove. You know, one of the hardest. Things <laughs> he leaves that interview. Super Bowl, that Super Bowl Monday after the Packers won the yeah. Super Bowl. I remember like even talking to my wife that morning, like, I don't want to go. These guys are just <laughs> over relentless. I don't want to freaking hear it. And I showed up. I went in. I, and but you know what? You guys were fine about the whole thing. Um she goes, Kurt, they're 12. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, but I remember giving you giving you garbage about the Packers. And I, I remember and, and and this is the, I probably would have done the same thing. Uh, but I remember your parents were really concerned. You remember what? that? Yeah. They got, they got mad about it. No, my parents yeah. are always concerned. Dude. Yeah, no, they were, but they're, by the way, your parents were super nice um, about the whole thing. And they, they called and, and we talked about the whole thing. They're like, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Cause I think what they did, here's what I think happened. You'd have to talk to your mom, mom and dad about this. Um, but I think what happened was the bears beat the Packers. One of those two times that year. Maybe. And, no, not maybe. It was week three. You can look it up. <laughs> and they, like, apparently, I, I think I heard your mom say, like, you guys are playing on, like, video games or something, whatever you guys do, or talking on the phone. And everybody was saying, wait till Kramer gets hold of you tomorrow. He's going to make fun of you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she was really concerned hearing that. And it was early in the season. And, and That's hilarious. But she was, an, she was a very nice lady. You just made me look. I know, but you just completely just tore apart any, like, street rep I had. Like yeah. any bad, I like that made me just sound so bitch that my mommy called you to be like, yeah. concerned. Moms call me all the time. I mean, that's, what, that's what moms do. Okay, for sure. Don't, don't shrug and say moms call me all the time. They that's just, no, that's coming not, off again weird, man. Moms <laughs> called their teachers and their principals all the time. All right, sadly, the audio cut out real quick. Um, and we were, I asked him about a student he had once in a day camp that ended up going to middle school and, uh, the audio did luckily pick up. So don't fret. We're here. We got it. This is it. He wouldn't stop talking about that camp. Oh you my know, God. Used to run his kids. Oh my God. I forgot about him at that camp. I've known him since he was probably six years old. Jeez. Well, he's just still a hilarious dude. If you, uh, <laughs> if you ever run into him. Are you still hanging out with Nika? I, I talk to him every now and then. Uh, we're, he's in, uh, he's getting his master's right now. That's. That's amazing. Did you? <laughs> what did you really want to say? I, I, you, you're holding I, words back. Did. I'm not I'm not surprised by it. What if I told you I was getting my master's? Yeah, I, I would believe it. None of you guys lacked intelligence. That's uh, you know, true. Dude, you guys I am. my kids. It was just like, here, all right, guys, we're going to sit down and read one page. It would take me a half an hour to get all of you <laughs> knuckleheads to read one page. Because you guys would get three words and you'd make fun of everything from the font to the wording, <laughs> to, the, to the subject matter, to the paper was printed on. Dude, we were one of a kind, man. Yeah, and true. also, so dad to just say knuckleheads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Dude, oh my God. All right, cool. Well, dude, thank you for doing this, man. Um, yeah. I got no more. You have any You have any questions for me you need answers to? Any rumors you heard swirling? Uh, no, no. I'm sure I'm probably going to be your, your highest rated guest of all time. So if you ever need to return um interview Maybe. i'm happy to do that um I, I need i need no rumors addressed by you guys I'm, I'm i'm happy to see you're doing well and and uh really proud of you and 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 all you all you've accomplished so 
Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah we're, we're hoping to take this to Saturn, man. Take the stand up. Uh, pat. We're, we don't go to the moon. We go past the moon here. Right. Um, awesome. But yeah, we'll have to get you to come out to, uh, I'll let you know my next dates. I'm going to Italy right now. So uh, that'll be fun. Never been out of the country, only to like the surrounding states, just in case they attacked. Um, but besides <laughs> that, uh, going to go to Italy. And uh, so I'll, once I get back from there, if I still feel like uh, I, I've, if I'm not more cultured than I am now, I guess I'll keep doing stand-up comedy and uh, I'll let you know the next dates. Sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Nick. Cool. Kramer, Kurt, Mr. Kramer, Principal Kramer. Adios, my man. All right. Thank you. Peace.